Hello, hello, and welcome to version 0.3 of Elon's backlog, the working title until we find a better one. And in the studio with me is Oscar, who is the human version of ChatGPT. How are you doing? <laughs> not sure if it's a compliment or not, uh, but hey, CK, hey, everyone, uh, great to be here. Um, so ChatGPT is sitting next to a dinosaur. Hmm. The, the, that's an interesting combination. So yeah. Uh, uh, so, Oscar, uh, I think the uh, the listeners uh, would be interested to know what happened to version two. Well, um, it was recorded, it was produced, but the production team wasn't too happy about it. So they advised us uh, not to release it just yet and uh, skip it. Hence, we landed at 0.3, but maybe one day it will be released as a special bonus edition. We shall see. For all those millions of paid subscribers, so uh, but I think like all good products, uh, it's important to continue to innovate. So uh, let's go, and uh, maybe we've got some new listeners. Um, so what should they expect? A lot, uh, a lot of great and high quality content. Uh, but how it's going to go down is we will pick an app, uh, one per episode, and then we'll review it. We'll just see what we like, what we don't like. So both CK and I will pick our three hot and three not features. Uh, that we like and don't like accordingly. And then we'll come up with our gold, silver, and bronze ideas to make the app better, which then serve as recommendations to the product owner or product manager of the app. Yeah. And it's not just, this show is not just about us. So as listeners, you can always head to our website, elonsbacklog.com, where after the end of the, uh, the episode, we'll post the ideas and you can then rate them up or down, which you think might be the best one, and also add your own. And then... Um, and for those who may know the product owner, we'll point them to the site, get them to get in touch with us. We'd love to have them on for some feedback as to why they haven't implemented these ideas or not. Absolutely. So in the meantime, you know, some time, some time passed since we recorded the last one. Um, should we talk about any special moments we've had with uh, some of the apps that we have on our phone? Do you have any in mind? Yeah, so now I'm obviously annoying all my friends with uh, asking them what apps they're using at the moment. And um, on Saturday, uh, a good friend of mine was telling me about Stocard, which is pronounced or spelled S-T-O card. And it actually has all your membership cards on, even though those app owners might not have put digitized their cards. I know in Germany, they like to give you lots of paper cards, but basically you can scan any card and then you can just hold it up and then um show the qr code or barcode and whilst that might not be new um i just hadn't thought about using these apps for a long time and now it's super easy they've got all the brands there you can simply just uh tap it scan your paper card and then um uh you're on your way yeah that's uh i think quite a cool one so does it actually use like an the whole an image of the whole card that you take or do they then just like cut out the barcode qr code and insert it on their virtually designed card Correct. So like, for example, like Ikea family, I have no idea where that card is. You know what I mean? And so uh, there you can just scan it and then you've got it on your, uh, in this app and then you can just uh, use it. Well, my Ikea family card is in my Ikea app. So that one is easy to find. Okay. Maybe uh, I need uh, to explore that one more, but I think uh, um, ultimately this app, this app should not exist because every app with a membership should offer 
a wallet pass. Um, but uh, I think it's yeah, quite good there. What about yourself? Nice, interesting, interesting. Uh, not an app to uh, you know for for usage in like in a productive uh, environment, but actually to you know uh, put it to your brains a bit. Is I found Black Box. Um, yeah, it's a game. It's a very confusing at first game, but uh, I think it's super nicely designed, and I just like the design, the look and feel. It's very um, futuristic slash minimalistic, very colorful, and the way you solve the puzzles is actually by playing with your phone altogether. So sometimes it might be using the volume up and down button in a certain way, um, adjusting the, um, the brightness of your screen, uh, tilting it, sliding it, what have you. You have to figure it out and each level is just unlocking different things. So I think it's very clever how they integrated um, quiz solving with like the physical object of your phone as opposed to like tapping on the screen. Okay. Interesting. Um, no, I should down, uh, download that. And I guess probably here's a new plug for our Twitter feed that we'll have. So anyone who wants to follow Elon's backlog on Twitter will post any apps that we uh, hear about on there, making it easy as a one-click uh, destination for you to download those apps. Sound good? Sound amazing. Looking forward to your reactions on Twitter as well. Alrighty. Yeah. So Oscar, um, so why don't we get on with the show? Um, what are we reviewing today? It's a big one, uh, interesting one in so many ways, and it's McDonald's. Before we get started, uh, CK, what abbreviations or like, you know, how do you call McDonald's? What, what versions of the name do you know? That is a good question. Um, having lived in Australia a long time, Macca's was our go-to name. But in England, it was always like Mickey D's. Um, that's my side. What about you? Do you know any others? Mickey D. Um, I know from some of German-speaking countries, um, yeah, like a similar version of Mecca's, but also like Mackie. Mackie. Um, I've heard uh, MacDuck as well in certain countries. Uh -huh. um, so I think there's a few. And um, I do believe, like now they play with the different branding and some of their uh, promotional campaigns of like big events they're sponsoring. Also, it's really nice how they like acknowledge these names as part of uh, their branding. Okay, like on like digital LED boards in a stadium at a large football tournament. That's where I've seen it last, exactly. Ah, okay. Okay, so the Golden Arches. Um, so actually, I do, I mean, I think this is an interesting one why we chose this app, um, because um, here in Germany where we're recording this, um, I think McDonald's Worldwide all have different business models. And so whether... The McDonald's Germany experience is very different to the McDonald's Japan or USA experience. But from my side, as a product owner, um, McDonald's Germany for me has had a world-class experience in terms of digital transformation. And a lot of, what I, a lot of it, what I see here is in Europe. Um, they even have robots now in some of the stores. We saw this in Slovenia and I've heard it's live in Spain, where you just basically sit at your table and a robot will freaking bring you your meal. Freaking amazing, yeah. First chat GPT, or I guess second chat GPT, you know, robots bringing uh, food to you. Dangerous combination. Bring it to me. So um, for me, I rate this as my favorite digital retail app. Um, ultimately, all these rules here can apply to any app, but they know who I am. They give me the product how and when I want it. 
They make it super easy for me to pay and check out. And then what I also like is they go the extra mile offering you vouchers. They don't hide them behind, you know, just for new members. Um, you get uh, points for purchases and therefore you can then redeem those points for like money can't buy products. Like I think they have bags now. Um, probably they'll have those future glasses or whatever, but it's like, it's really rewarding you, uh, which um, sometimes I think that hook will then get you to then become more of a frequent customer. So uh, yeah, I think they're like 10 out of 10. With that, you know, you're praising their digital um, experience so much. What was the last time you actually ordered from a person at McDonald's? Like not talking about the screens, but from a person standing in front of the... You know, wow. Do they, do they even take orders anymore? <laughs> I think they, they do, but uh, I think that's... Uh, most inconvenient uh, feature in a, in a McDonald's environment. Well, well, you know, if you think about McDonald's and their digital transformation, you know, the old days was you'd go and stand in a queue, which nobody likes doing. And now they have um, the digital uh, kiosks where everyone goes to the kiosks and they don't go to the person, right? Which makes it a lot more optimized. But if you have the app, you basically bypass those people with a kiosk. And so if you think about that, like one, two, three approach, um, you know, it's a really good way. And then, you know, then people who have the kiosk, who are at the kiosk will be, why the hell is that person um, able to then like jump ahead of me? Because then they'll see they've got the uh, the app and then you just press the button and your order goes up on the screen, you know, and I think that's a really class journey. But um, I mean, I think at McDonald's, the concept of a queue, like the waiting line is completely diluted because of all these different methods of ordering uh, from different places, whether it's your phone, whether it's the the terminals, the screens, whether it's like at the cashier, because ultimately when the queue shows up is the, the numbers on the screen, right? Like that's where the queue happens. You have no idea which number comes from where. So it's just like you just hope for your number to appear under preparing and then move to uh, ready for a collection as soon as possible. But there's no like queuing per se anymore. Yeah, true. Um, maybe there's an opportunity for them to improve that and then sort of like say, hey, you know, this person came from the app. Um Maybe you could pay with points to then jump the queue. <laughs> Express line, fast pass, fast pass, like in certain uh, amusement parks. Actually, let's cut that. Don't tell them. Don't tell them to bring that out. <laughs> <laughs> could be one of our features, maybe for later. All right. So, um, I mean, now we're already talking about what we like about uh, the experience and. Um, so, um, Oscar, you uh, three features that you like most. Uh, what are they? Um, we talked about some of them already, um, but the biggest one is is the mobile ordering and the, the payments, um, the convenience added, right? Like skipping the queue and so on. But sometimes, whether it's like if I take it to go through the um, uh, drive through or whether it's you know ordering a, uh, actually to eat inside a restaurant. Again, I barely use um, the, the screen style anymore. I quite often rely on the app. Um, when I go to McDonald's, I try to reduce it, of course. Um, you know, new year, new me. Uh, but anyway, um, whenever I get to McDonald's now in my car or, you know, in some other tra methods of transportation, uh, I try to order my food before I actually step inside the restaurant. Um, you know, even like sitting in the car in the parking lot at McDonald's, you can order your food in, in, in the calmness. Avoiding any stress, 
Um, and then whenever you, you know, without any rushing uh, purchase what you want, you just walk in and pick up your order. I think that's amazing. And also same logic when with the drive through you just park, um, order quickly without any rush. Because I think my biggest fear uh, with any drive through is just like the sheer amount of pressure that comes at you. Uh, with the person that you don't see on the other side and trying to understand you and you have just like a very, very high level, high level view of the menu. Um, everything's small, no idea what's going on. And so I think it, this app journey takes away uh, a lot of that anxiety that I personally have with any drive through. Um, yeah, I think it's, especially in another language as well. And those old, you know, especially the old days with a crappy microphone and then trying to like interpret what you've got. So uh, I do think they've done a really good job of thinking of the whole end-to-end experience. And it's amazing how they, you, you know, the digital is transforming the way you now order, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, what about a, a second one? Um, also goes hand in hand, but I don't even know if we go into that direction, but it's the combination of the technologies they use. So obviously the app is just one part of the ecosystem. So now we're maybe sidestepping. I have to figure out based on the feedback from listeners if that's good or not. We're sidestepping outside the app realm, but yeah, it's the, the connectivity of the screens of the where you can order, the screens that show your um, order progress. Um, and then, of course, if you eat indoors, like the whole concept with um, table, like each table is numbered, so you can order to your table or then even use the, um, the, 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 these mobile stands with like the number uh, if you're from a screen. And then basically the beacon technology they utilize to find uh, consumers in the restaurants, especially the big ones. That, that was also one of mine, actually, the location-based experience. You know, they've really thought each part. And I think whilst we are very app-focused, um, there will be product owners with physical spaces as part of their uh, their digital mix. And so I think it is good to, um, you know, like another one just comes to the top of my mind of like Hilton Hotels. It's great when you just book on the app and you can get a digital key and then you don't even need to waste your time at the check-in desk. You can then just walk through and uh, get your room. You know what I mean? So, uh, so you use uh, your phone as a key or? Yeah. So in certain hotels, it's brilliant. Not who likes a queue to tell the hotel all your name and details again that you've already given them, you know, countless times, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet, but, um, but definitely something uh, cool to experience, I think. The future okay, is well, near. If we can get some crowdfunding for Oscar to go to a, a Hilton, um, yeah, let's uh, let's start a crowdfund. <laughs> I'll get myself. Don't worry. Uh, what about a, a third third one you into? Um, yeah, simple one. Uh, you mentioned already, but it's the coupons. Um, uh, super, yeah. Like there's always something in there. Uh, quite scary indeed. But uh, whether it's you know two coffees for the price of one um you know like maybe a little dessert or like some deals on the menu um i think it's a great way to to promote their either new products or or some products don't so well maybe combine them together um so there's always someone something in there and yeah as you said there it's it's like almost the i don't think most people i do use it for mobile ordering if i ever go to mcdonald's but i think a lot of people if they have the app they actually use it for coupons yeah just to see what's going on i think so I did actually experience um, an app only uh, like hot chili sauce that they had. So you could okay. only buy the app. So it was actually quite a clever way to try and incentivize people to use the app. Interesting. But I don't see like too much of promotion, I feel like, off the app when you're in the in a location, no? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. 
yeah so that's my three i have like some other notes as well like i do like you know like little things i do notice and like about the app is it's um um like the experience as a whole and uh, the design in particular like the colors they use it's very bright obviously that's uh, coming from their branding but still and i like the little things like the loading indicator it's not like a boring loading indicator that the circle that completes it but it's like it's a good the, one yeah. it's the french fries in the in the packaging like jumping up and down so little things that make a uh, difference not maybe to some people but the ones that pay attention it's just like a little change so i quite like it now yeah. nice so what I, about you i have just one to add uh, okay. to one of those ones um it's super obvious but it's the simple integration with apple pay right mm. the reason i bring this up is i had to do some electric car charging the other day and you scan the qr code and then you land on a page where you have to enter your credit card number I can't tell you how frustrating this is, given that Apple Pay has been around for a few days, a few days, a few years, including <laughs> Google Checkout as well. Um, and why would you not make it as easy as possible for your consumer to pay? So I can just double tap, tap the side button and pay. And so, um, yeah, it's just super frustrating. So I think, you know, whatever you can do to make it easy for your consumers to, uh, to pay, um, even whether it's PayPal or Klarna, Whatever is easy, make it super easy. So I think McDonald's have done a great job there. You heard that? Product owners and managers integrate Apple Pay, Google Pay, PayPal, Klarna, whatever is a one tap away for the payment. It, it now makes me think that we should have like a shaming apps <laughs> feature that don't use this experience. So maybe on uh, any listeners, uh, yeah, post out to Elon's uh, backlog on Twitter, any apps that should have these da- these uh, payment systems in with it. But but I like this idea, yeah. But with the, I I think it's also quite interesting how they handle the, like this whole ordering, the mobile ordering, right? So because the way you do it, you can order from home technically or from wherever far away, and then you choose Apple Pay as a method, and then it puts a hold or it put like it saves your information, but doesn't actually process your order, right? Because then when you arrive at the McDonald's at the location, they detect that you're there in the app. And that's when they actually, um, um, yeah, detect you're there. And that's when they charge you charge you the money and then start pre- uh, preparing your order. So it's not like you can order 20 orders from here at home uh, and then, you know, just make the p- kitchen stop, come to a complete hold. But actually, it's all uh, done with those do checks. You, do you think that's because of like, like they were worried about fraud or people ordering from home? Or is it more actually in retail or maybe in Germany that you have to have a commitment to buy or show proof that a transaction happened or either way, I think it's also like, cause, cause sometimes I might think, Oh, I'm I'll order it from home and I'll be there in 10 minutes and I come there and it's like super cold or like no one's picked it up there. I think there's definitely logistics part to it. Not as in supply chain, but just like making sure optimizing the kitchen, because I think that's what the, uh, this company is about. Right. What about the things you do not like about the McDonald's app? Even though I gave it the biggest praise at the start, there are things I don't like. Um, These aren't in any particular order, but the first one is it needs to support multiple countries and languages. Um, And I think all product owners should put their app in different languages because guess what? We're not living in a, you know, a world anymore where everyone speaks the language in the country they're in. 
you know, and I know from like experience with Amazon, I spend a lot more given, um, uh, you know, I, I'm aware it's going to be in, you know, broken English and German, like the reviews are in German or the, sometimes the description, but at least I can search for things. And so I do spend more and I do appreciate apps, which you can do that. Um, and I think as a product owner, it's actually a very good idea to put your app in a different language and see if you can use it. Uh, because if, it, if you can't, then it means it's actually not intuitive and it really needs to be intuitive, you know, so like a kid or grandma can use it. So definitely multiple languages and just tell the user this is a beta version uh, or some things might be broken. It doesn't need to be a, a perfect. So that's one thought. And multiple countries, and I have this with Starbucks as well. It's like I've got credit in the UK, which I can't use anywhere else. And, you know, yes, they've got different uh, franchises. Well, switch to McDonald's Netherlands, or if I'm in the US, switch to McDonald's US automatically. Don't make me download an app in each bloody app store. Do you know what I mean? So that's my, the first thing I will put on my complaints list. An actual fact, for the McDonald's Germany app, you have to have an app, an, I, an app store account for Germany. Why? There are Americans who live in Germany. They don't want to move their app store account. It actually offers no benefit. So just have in the app store, McDonald's Germany app, McDonald's USA app, McDonald's UK app. And let, I don't think consumers are that stupid that they can't work out which country their app is in if you don't, you know, you know what I mean? Well, but I think if you oh. see all these McDonald's, like if you see 10 apps from McDonald's, like some slightly different app icons and then uh, different names, like considering the country name there, I think it's, it's a bit too much. And I would be like, what is this? It's like fake apps or something. Or you just have it in the name of, uh, you know, USA. I think that's the better way rather than just try and restrict consumers and make it hard for them. Do you know what I mean? So if you're tourist as well, like I know like there's some like, when I was in the US, like some seat geek or something, which is only available in the US store. So I'm trying to buy tickets for the basketball and then I can't download the app. Luckily I have a US iTunes account. So I had to flick out, log out of that one, log into that one. Uh, thank you, nobody. <laughs> why, why is that? Why is the decision made? Is it because what's the thinking of the product owner or product manager there? Either in the old days, um, there wasn't the IP address checks and probably Apple went for a, um, you know, financial market and, you know, was trying to restrict uh, maybe like, like TV rights, like Sky or whatever, you know, in those different countries. But unless it's legal terms and conditions, they're kind of aligning to. Yeah. I don't know. It always comes down to legal, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't, they? but. They make the world a boring place, don't they? No, no. Make the world the world a safe place. Huh? That's what I safe like think about it. Yeah, interesting. There's definitely a super inconvenient with the app store switching and then some apps not being available, and especially frustrating if you're like with friends from different uh places, not only McDonald's, but then just like why can I not find this app in my app store or my app? Um yeah, super, super annoying sometimes. And like Uber, you know, is a great example. You don't have to download Uber UK and Uber US and you know what I mean? I do know, I think, uh, funny to say, but I think at some point in, like way back in, in the days in Russia, they, they did create a separate Uber app is what I read um, because of some merging with some local companies, competition, blah, blah, blah. But yes, there was a several app, uh, a separate app. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it all comes down to the details. Okay. So, um, second one, 
the number of taps to do an order. It is super frustrating and just count them. And I do have a product tip again for our product owners out there. Count the number of taps and see if you can minimize it. And I always remember that Steve Jobs quote where um, I think like the Mac when he would boot and take a minute. He was like, you know, that's a million people are going to have a Mac. And if that's a minute every day it takes booting, that's we're wasting a million minutes of humankind. And, you know, that real attention to detail and McDonald's, it does seem like, feel like I'm confirming, confirming, confirming the same thing. Do you have that experience as well? It's definitely a lot of uh, clicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like confirming the confirmation. I think uh, I know what you're speaking about. Yeah. Confirming the confirmation. I think that's (laughs) talks for itself. Right. Um, So I do think they could reduce the number of uh, taps, maybe streamline some of the features as default or for the first time use, it's a lot of taps, but then, for the 10th time, try and make it um, uh, easier. I did order recently on Amazon uh, with their one tap order. It's almost too scary how fast and how easy it is, but I guess that's the ideal you should strive uh, to get to. Maybe McDonald's have got a, like a 10 tap order patent. <laughs> but because um, you, you do know um, Amazon have a, a patent on one tap ordering. Do you know that? Really? Yeah. So when. Uh, you know, the internet was born probably before you, Oscar, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they have a patent on it. And so just stop other merchants, even though it's super intuitive. I mean, it, okay, so like you don't allow your competition to order in one click and then you can have some like one and a half clicks or... Yeah, I think you've just got to uh, uh, take the risk and then... See if Amazon lawyers come after you. Okay. Yeah. Again, we're speaking about legal and lawyers. <laughs> go go find another podcast to speak about legal stuff. Um, and then uh, the third thing um, I don't like is just the location. Always seems to be slow and confusing for me. Like I'm always like double checking, am I at the right uh, McDonald's? And I don't yes. know why yes. that is. So uh, either either make the name super obvious or just show me the closest one, you know? So yeah, I find that a problem. And I, it's, I've definitely experienced that where I like almost went through a whole order, but then, uh, uh, realized I am ordering to a wrong place, like where I was like a hundred years ago. And then there's no easy way to find it out. Cause I also don't know. Like, the address. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the address. I don't know the street that the McDonald's is on. So it tells me a street and address. Yeah. It could be this one could be the one from like, you know, half a year ago that we went to. So. Yeah, exactly. Like even in an airport or somewhere where there's probably multiple, you've got to make it easy for uh, people. So yeah, those are my three annoyances. Did you have three other ones or share some of those? Um, no, I mean, not, not, not too big, let's say, but just like some little things. It's like sometimes it just feels a bit like, I don't know if clumsy is the word, just not fluent. Like it's like the animations and some of the switching, it's just like not like, perfect or the loading takes a bit longer so it's like maybe the devil's in the detail here with me but um uh, it's just not like yeah sometimes it just doesn't flow nicely maybe just my standards are very high i don't know did you notice that ever yeah i i do notice that you just like yeah why did it it feels a bit clunky sometimes you know clunky is the word not clumsy yeah, yeah yeah of course um so that one i've also had um we talked about coupons being a big thing of the app but sometimes um like you you try to apply a coupon, it doesn't work. It's not clear why. So 
I think the comments around the coupons, when it works, when it doesn't, it's all the error uh, communication there could be a bit better. Um, not that I'm complaining, whatever, if I can use a coupon, I can use a coupon, but just sometimes it's annoying because you tried to check out and then it blocks you. And I think that's also one of the biggest um, things with any app, right? Or any um, digital experience. If you have errors and then you cannot do any, or you can't even understand what the error is, just something, a generic, something went wrong, try again just frustrating is it me is it the system is it something else yeah making a consumer sound stupid um or making them feel stupid is a bad bad experience and then of course with coupon then they they if it doesn't work then they're forced to make a decision do they then pay extra for what they were looking for which is never a i don't think any consumer in the world would like that or um yeah just a you know, do they then just abandon the basket and then not proceed because they're frustrated with the experience? So I think that's a good one to to sort out. But also, also like this, this one brings me to like a, another nice feature, like or <clears throat> I found interesting, and we did speak about this once. But um, it's the way how they handle like the connection from from your order on the mobile device to the digital screen or to the system. It's the four digit codes. Remember those? Yeah. So like you're like from what, what we've discussed is it seems like you don't have or probably you have a unique identifier in the back end somewhere, but you know it's not visible. So anywhere you want to link your account or your current coupon, it's not a like a nine digit unique uh code that then like ties ties like your order to like on the screen to your app and to your account and so on. But it's an on the fly generated four digit um um code, right? Is that is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, it for anyone uh, who gets a chance to do this, click on your user profile uh, account and you'll see this four digit uh, hex code and then check it in 90 seconds and it's a different one each time. And um, same with the, the coupons as well. So it's quite clever. It does that, but um, it does mean, for example, in that app, uh, the coup you don't have a wallet pass of uh, McDonald's with your unique ID on, right? So you've always then got to uh, open up the app to get a unique code. So whether that's, um, um, it's, a, it's a fascinating uh, idea and I don't know why they've done it that way. Um, but does it mean that like you would also um, um, yeah, need an internet connection? Yes. Always to generate yeah. that one? Yeah. So I guess I cannot add, to, add, um, add that to, to your wallet. But yeah, I mean, this is ultimately, if you consider the 26 letters in the alphabet, and then um, if you go to the 10 digits, uh, 10, 10 numbers, so that's basically uh, 260 times 260 times 260 times 260 combinations they can use. If we speak about Germany as a separate standalone app, I think that's enough consumers to be served at one time. I, I stand by my claim that you are the human chat GPT. So uh... <laughs> just good at math, really. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Okay. So we've, uh, we've, that's, uh, three good things and three bad things. Um, so what happens, uh, now Oscar? Um, no, I think, uh, we try some different naming, but the core concept stays the same. So we will suggest our top. Uh, features for the McDonald's app, product owners, product managers that they can implement, improve, uh, innovate, um, and we'll rank them from gold um, over, uh, over silver all the way to bronze. And then uh, 
um, they'll get onto elonsbacklog.com uh, and uh, you, our listeners, can upvote them or downvote them as well as suggest your own ideas. Okay, good. Look forward to, to that. See you after the break. All right, listeners, welcome back. Uh, CK, the ball's in your court. What's your first uh, feature or improvement that you want to suggest to our uh, fellow product owners at McDonald's? All right. This one is going to make McDonald's the gold of golden arches. Are you ready for this feature? Drive-through plate recognition. Bam. Okay. No way. Okay. Okay. You know where it's coming. So obviously in your app, you can then go to profile, set up car, and then put in your number plate, right? So you just put in your, your digits. And then obviously when you create your drive-through order, which will be a favorite because we don't want people texting and driving, of course. Obviously you only do this when you're in the passenger seat. But then as you then walk up, there's a little camera somewhere um, and you know they can do it, right? And it just scans your plate. Boom, you just get a push notification, come through to window number two. Okay, and then you, and then what, like, so you would, when you order, you put in your license plate, or is that you can, like, you do, you have a standing order, where you put, like, your classic order, and then unless, unless you've ordered, overridden it with something custom, you just, like, drive up to, 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 to the drive-thru and recognizes you and they serve your order and because yeah. everything is safe in the system, that'll be the next step, no? That is absolutely the next step. And that reminds me actually of, uh, um, I, what I did once I was driving to work and I'd always pick up a coffee and then one time I ordered it, um, and there was no one in front of me and I didn't stop at window number two and I just kept on driving and then I'm on the bloody, uh, freeway and then it's like, where's my coffee? Right. So I paid for it at the desk and then I had forgotten to pick it up at the, the next window and I'd offer us, offer us, you know, on the way to work. Anyway, the next day they actually remembered um, and one of them wanted the, the, the piece of paper receipt um, to that prove that I bought it. And of course, I didn't pick up the receipt. Right. Anyway, they did give me a copy for free, but I wouldn't have had that problem uh, with this feature. You can still drive through and forget, right? You can just drive in, it will recognize your plate, and then you just simply drive out. <laughs> okay, that's the next And then you go a second time to pick it up, and then it processes the order two times. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, then they could recognize your number plate and then go, hey, idiot, <laughs> don't do that again. So, um, yeah, so we like that. That's my that's the gold idea. It should be quite okay. good. It has nothing uh, to do with the app, but I still love it. <laughs> but you still got to put in your plate, so... Uh, <laughs> There good, go. good. That's the connection there. Oh, and then you could also have like a, hey, CK, welcoming you at the digital signage there. Oh my God, how good would it be that? You know what I mean? So, uh, and speaking of a premium experience, right, that would be like top notch, I feel like. Uh, I am liking this one as well. So uh, actually, maybe we should actually delete this episode as well and then uh, sell this patent to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Create what a patent and sell it. What was your um, gold idea? I mean, it's nothing compared to license plate recognition. And I know I'm going ahead, like the whole concept of McDonald's of being like an efficient fast food chain where I think like, it's like you do the same movements, you know, you have clear instructions how to put together any burger. And so like, I thought of a feature where you could build your own 
uh, burger or build your own uh, meal type of thing. So right. maybe for a bit of more of a premium, premium customized thing, you just, um, yeah, I think, yeah, again, I think it goes against <laughs> the whole concept of, of like the, 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 the whole, yeah, the McDonald's um, um, as a restaurant, but yeah, why not? Because sometimes when you go to certain other burger chains and joints, you don't see, you know, extra pickles, extra onions. Of course you can do that, but how about like building your whole complete burger from choosing the buns to, you know, the meat, uh, all the lettuce or no lettuce and all the veggies and so on. And then uh, just have it. And if you want four patties, uh, then you have four patties, you know? <laughs> a four patty. <laughs> no, I mean, of course that's an extreme, but maybe, maybe you can like have some predefined, um, you know, combinations. So like you do have, you contain the madness <laughs> within those limits, but still give, uh, give the members some variety to, uh, to choose. Uh, give the customer what they want. I always remember going to McDonald's and you could in the U S the first time, and you could actually order, you know, have you the meals and you'd have like a double cheeseburger meal. Like, yeah. Firstly, I mean, that just seemed, well, why isn't it just one cheeseburger? But, you know, if you want to give people two cheeseburgers, put them in, in, in one stack, um, that's fine. And uh, even a hash brown in the, in the middle of your, uh, in your, in your breakfast, you know. To each his own, you know, and then uh, why not uh, live this and then uh, enforce, not enforce, but give the opportunity in the app. So, yeah, nothing compared to, to driver plate, uh, license plate recognition, but um a new potential feature for the app. Yeah. On, on, on one of the, whilst we're thinking about the, these ideas, I always try in my head to like break them. Does this mean I could put your number plate into my app and then you'd be buying me my future McDonald's? Well, I'll be, I'd be the one getting it, right? I mean, I guess the way you can do, like, if you, like, for a license plate, what you can do is, like, you have the recognition, and then you have your, like, standing order or, like, the custom one, and then they, like, double-check with you, no? Actually, you'd be driving the car, so... Uh, yeah, that's what I mean, like, yeah. you drive... To... <laughs> All right, cut that bit out. <laughs> okay, let's get on to the next idea. Um, All right, which one is it for you? Get out of the hole. Um, so, my silver idea, give a milkshake to a friend. Okay. Or an ice cream or something or whatever the apple pie is, right? So, okay. I don't know. Why Why not just make it, uh, you know, a nice thing to do? Um, you know, your friend's had a shit day, whatever. And then you're just like, hey, here's a, go and have a McFlurry. Oh, so like you buy it in your app and then send it in form of a, like a voucher or something. Nice experience in their phone. It's like, CK, I got you a, Okay. <laughs> Like, would you have to redeem it like in ten minutes? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Run to your closest McDonald's. But it's just like uh, you know, everyone's give, you know gift cards and uh, stuff, and uh, obviously, uh, no one in the history of mankind has ever any given anyone a McDonald's uh, gift card. But um, you know, sometimes, um, and this could be applied to actually to anything. So, like these weather spoons, which is a pub chain in the UK or whatever, buy a friend a pint. Nice, you know. Which is an interesting one, like uh, pint. In some countries, they serve beer at McDonald's, and some they don't. Have you noticed that? 
Yeah, that, that is true, right? In, uh, Sorry, that's not related to an app, but then maybe you can uh, you can gift the pint in the countries where <laughs> they do serve beer. Uh, yeah, but I think for any uh, uh, product owner, just thinking about gifting, you know what I mean? But you can apply it easily to everything, right? Just gift, gift this, gift that. Okay, I like it. I like it. It's 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 different. I don't think I've seen it too often. Like, it's not like like buying a McDonald's gift card and sending it to someone is kind of lame compared to this, right? It's, it's like contextual. You can add a nice a nice note, maybe a nice GIF animation to it. Send it over, and it arrives. Because hmm. like with airlines, you can give points to people to hmm. you know to like to cash in as well. So maybe uh, similar. Okay. Okay, but this means you're going into the aspect of like connect like having a connected like profiles like shared profiles right um but you might be able to just i just send you a, a coupon code and uh, look, and that code you tap on it and then it adds it to your uh points vouchers it's quite a seamless experience all right i like this one a lot as well <sighs> okay i'm not i'm no competition with you but um you're a dinosaur for a reason so <laughs> there you go Okay, you're ready for my silver. Listening silver, silver for a reason, but um, more of like a marketing. It, it does come with an app mechanic as well, but then uh, of course there was some marketing campaigns attached to it. You can vote for like a user voted, app voted burger of the month, or meal of the month, or X of the month. Okay, so this is related to your custom build on the last one. So you got your custom build, and then you can submit it <laughs> no i think i think it could be a great like of course you like the app for for a food chain like mcdonald like yeah a restaurant chain like mcdonald's unlocks um like access direct access to its consumers right and then why not use it as a platform for a b testing different creations that you have so you just can create a few um and maybe i could imagine maybe they do something uh, like this already somewhere but yeah you just like do a variety of burgers. Let's say if it's burgers, um, uh, like in a limited scale test in one country or a few countries, maybe and specific demographics, put three options out there. What is it the users vote for? It actually comes to the restaurant the next month. Um, and that way you can oh, see what are the tastes in that local area. I see what you mean. It's, it, it, it shouldn't all brands be doing this, asking customers, do you want to be in our beta group of like, you know, a thousand people or whatever? And then just give, yeah, so you can then, you know, use those uh, fans of your brand to, yeah, come and do the, 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 the food taste tests. And they'll probably do it for free or, you know, for the product in this case. And then you've got, you can do a super fast turnaround of results. A bit of a no-brainer, right? I'm sure there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of the money at McDonald's goes into this research and like coming up with new recipes. But uh, but yeah, I think just the app could unlock this on, on scale really. And then you can geo-target it to specific regions. But yeah, that's the other thing with McDonald's, right? You can go to different um, yeah, different restaurants across the world and then you'll have specialties which are not available anywhere else. Nice. No, I, I like that. Okay. How about yours? Um. My third one uh, is related to what I don't like, and I just challenge McDonald's to reduce the number of taps. Okay. Very simple. What is your ideal number? And one cannot be the answer. Ooh, good, good question. So thinking on the fly, um, they know who I am. They know where I am. 
They've got my payment details. It well, they kind of they kind of know where you are. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. They should improve this aspect. So basically, it should be, you know, you know, like in, when you go to an ATM, which is like the where you get money out in the in the old days. <laughs> um, you know, you could have favorite set favorite favorite withdrawal. So okay, okay, yeah, I've seen this one some, in some, some banks uh, offer that right, and here you could just have like set my go to. Uh, you know, one tap uh, option. So a McWrap and a chocolate milkshake or whatever. And then I just turn up, I press that and that's all it is. And then I guess you still got to do the double tap of Apple Pay. Um, but um, why can't it, why does it need to be any harder than that? Or I just have that option and then two or three different, you know, meal options based on my history of what I order and what I don't order, you know? But they do have that, so like you, you can see your uh, most recent ordered ordered things, yeah. and I actually just uh, pull up the app to look at uh, uh, the experience it, it, in life, and then it, should it be, is a three app experience to order your past. Yeah, but it should bypass all the other uh, steps, you know, and so it should have like we'll order this in the restaurant in ten seconds unless you tap here for drive through or something, where you can enter your license plate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's that's that one. Uh, yourself last one um i mean this was for me it it like this was it mostly i would say the third one is also tied to my uh complaint let's say from before that sometimes it does feel um a bit laggy altogether i'm also like looking at it now so if that can be improved it sometimes feels like an in-app browser is open even though it's not but i have the feeling sometimes um, so if that can be improved, I think it can be good. Uh, it can be it can be a quite nice experience, all in all. But um, apart from that, I do I do really like it, and uh, I think it's quite innovative. Again, it's quite uh, exciting, some cool features. So um, yeah, don't have any bad to say about it anymore. It sounds like our ideas combine something completely uh, new versus just fix some of the basics. It seems so, uh... and that's how it should be, right? Just start with the basics and then uh, for the backlog, keep something exciting, do some, some testing and uh, see if you can do a pilot as quickly as you can. First one, the feature at all is like the license plate recognition to get your order straight into your car without any usage at all um, of any other devices. Second one, or CK's goal, my goal was uh, to be able to customize burgers or certain meals within certain limitations as provided by the restaurant. Uh, CK Silver was to be able to give products to your friends, which I quite like personally, uh, followed by my silver, which was voting for a meal of the month to in the app to do some uh, quick uh, A-B testing among the demographics. Uh, and then some improvements of current features is reduced taps and uh, last but not least also improve the overall experience and get rid of this laggy feeling from the app. Nicely summarized. So um, the way this will work is, yeah, they'll be up onto the, the website, elonsbacklog.com, and then go in there. And listeners, if you've been... In, if we've inspired you to be go to McDonald's and you uh, test the experience in whichever country and maybe you have a better one, tell us. Um, go in there and uh, post your comments about some uh, new features. So we'd uh, love to hear from the, you. And um, 
of course, if you know the product owner of McDonald's, tag them, point them in the direction, and then uh, let's get their feedback. NCK, I decided I introduce a new section this time uh, for a podcast, which is learnings from the dinosaur. Um, so there is a few every now and then you you spit some wisdom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Not too often, but sometimes you do. And so, number one, fellow product owners and product managers is don't make consumers look stupid or feel stupid themselves. That's uh, CK's wisdom number one of today. And then the second one is use Apple Pay and Google uh, Google Pay or any other kind of one-tap payment methods where you can in your purchasing uh, process. Okay, so we can just crop the episode just down to those uh, 10 seconds there. <laughs> if that will be the hit, then uh, we'll let's do it. We'll make a TikTok. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that uh, we have done McDonald's, so um, brilliant. Exciting, yeah. So um, good. Again, go to elonsbacklog.com. Um, do tweet uh, at uh, the same handle as well. If you have any further feedback or have encountered some cool experiences with the apps we talk about, anything that will be a wrap for today, no, CK? Quite literally, a mock wrap. Till next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>